Mexico City, home to 20 million people, most of them Catholics. The church forbids any dealings with witchcraft, saying it's the work of the devil. But for many Mexicans, the allure of magic, both good and evil, is irresistible. presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wise field. 209 study on everybody welcome to episode 215 of the art and jacob do america podcast i am your host in the place to be mr jacob p and sitting right across from me is the brown recluse mr archer art say hello to the millions and millions what is going on uh today is uh sunday january 20th january or uh june 20th I don't even know what fucking day it is. Anyways, guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee. They got the hibiscus tea. They got the nitro cold brew. They got sweatpants. They got hats. They got t-shirts. They got whatever. If it, Today's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Jacob. Thank um, you. Uh, if you did not get your father a gift, uh, go to Caveman Coffee. It's never too late. Use promo code AMERICA at checkout to receive 15% off. Uh... And just send it directly to your dad. That way, it's like you could just be like, "Dude, it just it just didn't ship in time. <laughs> it did not ship in time. COVID, right? Yeah, slowing down shipments. There you go. Um, and uh, just go ahead and give him the receipt or something, and be like, "Don't worry, the nitro cold brew is coming your way. This will take care of your erectile dysfunction, <laughs> and you'll be tip top magoo," as Jacob says. As um, well as there's <laughs> some sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> these sweatpants and these natural cold brews, trust me, that have your junk looking like a million bucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, use a, a promo code America at checkout. Take a picture of yourself and your dad drinking the nitro cold brew. Take a picture of yourself drinking the hibiscus tea, whatever it is. Tag us, tag them. We appreciate it. They appreciate it. And with that said, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys, the great, the powerful, the flavorful. I don't know why I did an Italian accent for a Mexican hot sauce, but guys. El Yucateco Hot Sauce, guys, the kings of flavor since 1968. That is 50 plus years of Flavortown. And when I mean Flavortown, I mean the best hot sauce you will find on any shelf. I guarantee it. And just in case you cannot find El Yucateco on whatever shelf you are looking on, let's say you're at Target or Walmart, or let's say you're at some janky ass uh, grocery store that's being racist and they don't want to, you know, support, you know, good, wholesome Mexican, you know, independently owned, uh, you know, 
businesses. Yeah. Guys, just, you know, just override all that. Just get, cut out the middleman. Just get your little, you know, and just cut it out. Go to shopelucateco.com, enter promo code DOAMERICA, and Art and myself, as well as LUCATECO, will give you 10% off your entire purchase. You don't have to buy hot sauce there, guys. I believe they have hammocks now on on shopelucateco.com. Uh, they got hats. They got shorts. They got flip-flops. They got a, a assortment of items you can buy. And they're all pretty badass. There's like even a shirt that kind of reminds me of like those like early 2000 like skater shirts where it's got like a... Uh, uh, um, a skeleton arm coming out of the ground, like, oh, you know, man. grabbing for a bottle of El Yucateco, like all brujeria and shit. Yeah. Um, you can get that, and it's a reasonable price, too. I believe it's only like twenty three ninety nine. but apply that 10% promo code, Do America, you'll get 10% off. As well as, if you want 10% off on another great website, guys, please check out our other sponsor. Guys, sucreapparel.com, ran by, created by, produced, every instrument played. <laughs> Just like Prince, uh, by the great and powerful Nicole Smith boss. Guys, go to, sh- not shop, <laughs> go to sucreapparel.com and her promo code Art and Jacob, and she will give you 10% off her entire website. Website, But guys, we're not here to talk about dads getting their junk right or hot sauces on shelves or, um, you know, Tiger Belly t-shirts at sucreapparel.com. Art, what are we here to talk about today? Brujeria. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh mexican witchcraft witchcraft in mexico witchcraft from mexico witchcraft from the motherland from the motherland some people say that it's the sexiest witchcraft i'm just kidding i, I wouldn't doubt it up. dude like i mean you look at like um all the witchcrafts that are out there you, know, you got european witchcraft you got eastern european witchcraft those like I always like picture like some you know chick like in a gr- like all green skin with a big old wart on oh, her nose. Yeah. I just think of Selma Hayek and like dancing with that snake from uh, Desperado. From, no, uh, no, Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. That's what I think of when I think of Mexican witchcraft. And I'm like, sign me up. Hell yeah, give me some <laughs> potion number nine, number sixty nine. <laughs> that is a dad joke. Yes, it is. That is uh, well, <laughs> oh, why don't we follow that one? Happy Father's Day, Jacob. Thank you, sir. You get away with those now. So yeah. We're all good. It's all good, man. <laughs> and I was trying to think of another dad joke to follow that up with, but I'm like, I, I, I'm probably only still like a level one dad right now. Okay. So, um, But yeah, I mean, it, it is it is extremely popular. It's different than what, you know, and and just to, to distinguish, you know, witchcraft in America and like Mexico, doesn't witchcraft in America feel like yeah. some very like hot topic, like... I watched a craft one time, and now I wear black lipstick, and I know this spell that can get Kevin back. I go, I go to Club Sinister. Uh, <laughs> I drink IPAs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Like, um, when you uh, suggested this topic, I actually put it on the topic I, list. I saw it on the list. I was just going through the list when I suggested it. I was like, this, I don't even know if it was, like, you or who, whatever. I was like, it's a good topic. Let's yeah, throw it I on. believe somebody did, like, suggest it, like, a year ago or something. I was like, I'll put it on the list. And the way we usually pick topics is it, we have a list and then Art or myself will go through that list and be like, are you feeling that this week? And we either say yes or no, or we're like, ah, oh, let's kick the can down we the road. We just do a, a thumbs up or down. Yeah. Did Siskel yeah. and Ebert that shit. But um, <laughs> you, you you said, hey, how about we just do that, you know, for this week? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, there, I, I feel like that this is a topic that I really want to research only because I'm half Mexican, you're full Mexican, obviously. Yeah, it's um, pretty obvious. But it's like one of those things where there's a lot of traditions 
how do I how do I put this um, within our community? Like we live in a, a very large, you know, Mexican community here in East Bakersfield, California. Um, you know, my family members as well as I'm sure your family members, you know, my girlfriend's family, there's always like these weird superstitions that they always do. And, um, you know, the more religious people in my family, like they'll always be like, Hey, don't, 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 don't follow that path. That's the, that's the path to Satan or whatever. And I was just like, but is it though? So it was like, when you suggested that topic, I was just like really interested in it because I really wanted to get down to the, like the nitty gritty of uh, brujeria or, you know, Mexican mm-hmm. witchcraft, because like you said, it, in doing the research for it, it seems like it comes from a different place from like European witchcraft or we did, you know, a few episodes on Aleister Crowley where it's, it's very much Aleister Crowley is like, it, it, I respect it. I mean, I don't agree with it, but it's like more of like, well, I'm going to show you dad. Like I'm going to be different from you. Whereas it's like brujeria just seems like, well, I, I really am trying to get in touch with my spiritual side, but like institutions like the Catholic church or a Protestant church is kind of rejected me for whatever reason you, you see, like I, I mentioned before we started recording, a lot of like LGBTQ people, you know, doing brujeria and it's because it's like, Hey, I want to, I want to get in touch with my spirituality, but you guys have rejected me because of what type of person I am. And so I was like, I really want to research this. Yeah. It's, I'm glad you bring up like Alistair Crawley on this just because, um, I don't know if it's like, screw you dad, but it does feel a little bit like to fit my purposes to get what I want to do. Like that's fair. Um, and this doesn't feel like that. This does feel like a lot of the people that um, that are brujos or brujas or whatever, you know, in, in Mexico aren't really doing it. Like, they're not trying to be the wickedest man that ever, or whatever, you know. Correct. They're really out there to, like, help, whether it be in good ways or bad ways, but mm-hmm. to help the person. And, um and obviously the the bad ways is the part where it's like let's focus on that and there's the devil and everything's bad about this and it's just mm-hmm. like yeah but it doesn't seem like they're like super self-centered and like only trying to become like I'm going to win the lotto cuz of this shit and like yeah. kind of thing. I mean I'm sure that they like have some spell to like oh you'll get a new job here at the fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the at the Goya factory here or whatever, you know. <laughs> Goya factory. Um yeah and one thing too um you mentioned like there's good and there's bad or whatever. I feel like that, like whenever you talk about witchcraft or sorcery or anything like that, it's something that you see like in, you know, whether you're talking about like Hollywood, I guess witchcraft, like Lord of the Rings, you got Gandalf versus fucking Saruman or whatever. Like, you know, there's a good <laughs> wizard and there's a bad wizard. Harry Potter, you know, there's good wizards and then there's bad wizards. And then yeah. like, you know, even like, and we're going to tie a lot of like Christian elements into this. Cause you know, Brujeria, you know, which is basically Spanish for witchcraft and brujo and bruja is basically just, you know, the feminine and masculine for uh-huh. witch. Um, but like there's good and bad in everything. Like even in Christianity, like, okay, yeah, you have Christianity, which is, or Catholicism, which is upheld as like the most righteous way to live. And then you turn that on its head and you get, I don't know what the proper term for it is, but you know, I guess like Satanism, not necessarily like Anton LaVey, like, you know, Lucifer or Church of Satanism or whatever, right? But it's like, okay, like, we're going to acknowledge all the same figureheads, uh, the devil and everything, but we're just going to, you know, follow the other guy as opposed to Jesus or whatever, right? So when we talk about, like, the good and the bad, like the white 
white magic and black magic, I guess you could say, like in Brujeria. It's it's a, it's the same as that. Like there's like the Christian element, which is kind of like, you know, white witchcraft. And then black witchcraft would kind of be like, you know, the Satanism, to, you know, the yin and yang, yeah, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I think has gotten more and more popular, and I'm sure we will get into more of this, but as as that marriage between the Catholic religion and witchcraft, it becomes a stronger and stronger bond. Um, one of the things, and maybe this deserves its own episode, but like Santa Muerte is one of those things that mm. pops up a lot. And Santa Muerte is like well, almost one of those things that like scares me to talk about. Not because I'm scared of it, but because I know like how serious people take it to the point where it's like, oh yeah, like cartels, cartels take it very seriously, and I don't want to wake up with a fucking like Colombian bow tie or whatever that's called. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a it's, it's people take it very seriously, and mm-hmm. it's like, and that marriage has gotten stronger and stronger over time. Of like, that is like the patriot saint for like drug dealers and like criminals or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like. That is wild that that it like exists and like you can get one of those candles at Food Co or whatever now it's like yeah like I you know Monday you you pitch the topic Tuesday we went shopping and you know you go down any ethnic food aisle right to get your El Yucateco as you should right or your Goya or whatever yeah. the fuck you're trying I to buy with. I don't buy Goya I don't support Goya I, I just don't need it as a joke not only because it's the political but <laughs> it kind of tastes like shit but anyways I digress <laughs> on that but yeah you'll see like those candles where it'll be like the arch. Uh, angel michael and then like you'll have like you know virgin de guadalupe like you'll have that and then like you'll have like a black and white candle of like uh you know santa muerte or whatever right and that that whole thing of like lighting candles or whatever in essence i mean we we kind of condition it to be you know a catholic thing or whatever or a christian thing or whatever but has a lot of its roots in pre-christian I guess you could say witchcraft as well. So like pagan religions and whatnot. So, and when we talk about, when I'm talking about that, like I'm not talking about like for evil purposes, but like, you know, like ancient healers, you know, whether it be from Africa or Mesopotamia, like all these places like around like Europe or whatever, where like you get like, you know, those, 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 uh, those healers like within the village, like even like in Mexico, like a, a curandera like that's like a, like a basically like a mexican healer or whatever like you got a headache like hey like take this 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 uh this concoction you know with these herbs and spices or whatever and it'll get rid of your headache so it's not necessarily all catholicism or whatever right like some of it like predates it too which when you look at Christianity has adopted a lot of pagan and witchcraft rituals. And this is from somebody that grew up like within like a very Christian church. You have to acknowledge that a lot of practices that we do like have its, its roots in like what we're about to talk about. Yeah, it definitely does. It, it is, it is interesting. Like you, you brought up uh curanderos and um, it's one of those things that as a kid, I remember hearing that term, and it's never really viewed as a, a negative term. No. It's always just viewed as a like this person. They usually people that travel from like town to town. They're not really like a this is my home kind of thing. They usually travel around like a gypsy. Yeah, kind of like a gypsy just going around helping people heal and like that stereotypical um using those like tree branches or whatever. I don't know what they are, like what kind of tree or what planet it is that they use, but like using the tree branches to like cleanse someone that's like the most 
probably the most well-known like ritual that that is performed by curanderos but um i don't know it's it it is it is really interesting how it's um how it's just married itself to like mexican culture now Mm -hmm. and i mentioned that like there's a lot of roots you know within like what we're talking about in like i guess you can say just christianity like as a branch or whatever um, if you're a longtime listener of this show, um, you've probably heard, you know, the story about how my house got it, had to get exercised, you know, quite a few times and watching what the priests were doing to my house and then doing the research like on this topic, you know, like you talked about, you know, <laughs> cleansing and whatnot. Right. And like, you know, waving around branches and like, you know, you'll see a lot of this like with like, you know, brujos, like, you know, they'll, they'll create smoke and, you know, do all this like, you know, cinematic things or whatever. Right. Well, I remember watching the priests like doing the same shit. Like they would like do the I forget what it's called, but like they were like like making some, like burning sage or whatever, and like twirling it around like on this like rope thing or whatever, like this pendulum thing yeah, like yeah. in every room. And I'm like, I don't know how that's supposed to fight a demon. Maybe he's allergic to like peppermint or whatever. But like yeah. it's just like it it, it like th- to me like it's that's the, the same, same concept. Thing. It's yeah. the exact same concept. It's the same shit. I mean. Uh, prior to us recording i we were talking about how it's a lot of it is like the the power of belief is plays a huge part into this and um even just now like me saying like oh there's things i don't want to talk about with with that i mean it's not like that's more of like because i don't want to wake up murdered but (laughs) um but there are elements like as i was watching some youtube videos about all this stuff and i was like man that's wild like (laughs) some of this stuff is like really wild but the power of belief is a really strong thing. It is It is one of those things that I do think that if you, like, legitimately feel like like you can do something, like, you could probably, you could set your mind to something and really accomplish, like, great things. Or like bad David things. Goggins. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can run a marathon with no legs. Um, yeah. Um, but, you know, and I, I do think that why people feel the, or get those results, and I'm sure there's been results where it's like, some of it's probably coincidence, like that whole like, you know, like I'm gonna put a spell on this guy and he's gonna like break up with this woman and like he's gonna marry me kind of thing. Like that's probably because you already like know this person. They're probably like marriages have like Toxic. shit happen. Like think not everything works out. You know, if you do a spell to get a job, it's like you're probably still applying at places. Like I'm sure nobody just knocked at your door and like said you get the job. Yeah, kind of thing. Like I don't know. I, I do think that some of it is just most of it is all just. Mind over matter, I guess you could. Mind over matter, yeah. And to make, like, kind of an analogy with it, like, um, uh, going back to, like, you know, what brujaria is, it's not very, it's not a religion in the sense that, you know, there's, like, doctrines or a book that, you know, you have to follow. There's no central building or, um, you know, source of power. I mean, I hate to make this like a uh, comparison just because it sounds like it's a naughty word, but it's like, like Antifa, like there's no leader of the movement. Like it's a very much an individual movement. And it, it, it was kind of hard to do research on this topic because you talk to, you know, 10 different brujos and you'll get 10 different responses on what they believe it is. Um, it all just kind of seems like it's just like, it's an individual um, experience, like, what they're being called to do. Like you'll get people that, you know, feel like they're mediums. You get people that feel like they're psychics. You have people that feel like they're healers. Um, you do also have people that just use it, you know, to, 
to bring him out of a bad a bad place. Like this one article I was reading about this girl who was going like severe depression and anxiety. Um, also, you know, coming to terms with like her sexuality, you know, as, you know, being bisexual and like all sorts of things and like looking for help, like in all the, you know, wrong places and like even trying to go to the right places and getting rejected by the Catholic Church and getting rejected by non-denominational churches. Well, no, you can't. I don't be. know if that's the right place, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm just saying though, yeah. like, you know, you know, trying to find like these, these avenues, you know, to overcome like what she she's lacking we mentioned it on the patreon last week where it's just like you can be like david goggins and be like in this fantastic physical shape but you also got to take care of your mentals as well you know what i'm saying you mentioned david goggins went through like what three marriages has a bad relationship with his kids and kind of seems like an asshole to be around right not an ideal person he needs to be around so you got to feed like the you have to make sure those your mental health is just as important as your physical health but also, too, I guess maybe like on a separate plane, like your spiritual health as well, um, you got to make sure that like you're you're feeding that as well, which when I was hearing this lady's story, I mentioned that, you know, I grew up, you know, in a very like, you know, religious, you know, place or whatever. Right. And it just sounded like every story I've heard about somebody getting, you know, saved by Christ or whatever. Right. Like, you know, born again, Christian or whatever. But instead of, like, you know, the character of, you know, like, oh, Jesus saved me from my drug addiction, you know, I was over here smoking crack and, you know, sucking cock. Like, now, you know, I'm, you know, doing, you know, these, you know, brujeria rituals that, you know, have led me down a path to find, like, a successful job. You know, I led, like, these, this women's group that, you know, we do, like, this, this like, sexual cooking um you know rituals or whatever and like she went down this whole thing about that or whatever and like now i have this large friend group like she's just fulfilled like in all these like sectors of her life and it's all because she found you know she found a a a way to satisfy her spiritual health as well and it's just like wow it sounds exactly like you know somebody that's like i'm a born-again christian now i have plenty of money in the bank and now i have all these friends and stuff and it's just like it's again it's almost the same shit you know what though, like doesn't that's like a whole different conversation. But like every time I hear like I used to be a drug addict and now I'm like this, it don't like like head from corn kind of thing. Like I always think that those are people that like that addiction just moves on to something completely different. Like mm-hmm. anything with without that is just like dude, that's you're just on you're just addicted to something that's not hurting your body now. Like it's just it's it's just another thing like to like fill the void like Mm -hmm. that that's still there like there's still like that emptiness that's that's you can fill it with like christ's love or whatever but it's just like it's and i've I've said this to you a bunch of times but like i do think that like the most important thing is like whenever like there's no one around and it's just like you in your own mind like you kind of know yourself and like Mm -hmm. that shit sounds so much louder when no one's around like that shit is just like echoing when like the phone's off the tv's off and you're alone in your own mind for for a good while i think forcing yourself to to put yourself there is really important i think that that's the spiritual part i think that's like regardless of what religion you believe in like i think most religions have a version of of prayer and i think that that's that's really important i mean that's essentially just meditation like it's just like going back to that like this is going back to the nothingness of like wait fuck it all this shit like let me get back to that like quiet moment again to like speak with like my inner mind or like my mind's eye or whatever my third eye whatever you want to call it like you're like 
your holy trinity like i, I don't mm-hmm. whatever it is or jesus or whatever it is but you Allah get, or yeah wh- whatever you want to call it like you're getting you're getting back to that like right spiritually and i think i think some people get lost in the the hoopla of church because there's a lot of hoopla and a lot of memorabilia you can buy and a lot of like i wear this this cross now and like all this shit and like all this like the show of 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 religion like i remember when i was a kid like we were mormons would get together and do all that shit and like i remember one guy showed up and he had like a like this like fake cup of whatever like a, from like the last supper or whatever and then he was like look at this brothers and all the stuff and i was like shut the f-. I, even as a kid i was like shut the fuck up man like what are you talking about like there's so much <laughs> bullshit like who cares about all this shit like this is all the bullshit like we should not care about right now but and i think you know <laughs> it plays into like okay like the mental physical and spiritual yeah. you know health or whatever some people need things like that to i guess accessorize you know whatever they're going through so to make like an analogy or whatever right we both watched you know separately it's not like we were over at each other's houses last night we were both watching like the nets versus bucks game last oh, night oh yeah, yeah yeah amazing game even if you that was like one of the best nba games i've seen in like the last like two or three years i will definitely agree with you on that that was that was an amazing thing it would turn a non-sports fan into a sports fan i will say that or a basketball fan uh but there's a player um Giannis Antetokounmpo, um who's notorious for not being a very good shooter and taking a lot of time at the free throw line and he does that you know just because he feels like you know his little ritual that he goes through you know at the free throw line that he's a better shot. He he can make more shots that way, going through those rituals. And you've seen players over the year do that. You know, uh, yeah. uh, who's the player from the Utah Jazz back in the nineties who used to like you know massage his face or. Um, well, Carl Malone himself had a really slow like release. Like he would dribble it a couple of times. Like before he even shot it, like he would. It took a while. Like, but anyways, sorry. But I feel like, and I mean, there's no real science to support, you know, that like, okay, if this guy massages the side of his face, like he'll be a 93% free throw shooter. Or if Carl Malone, you know, does like a, like a, like five air squats before he shoots it, which yeah. is what he would yeah. do or whatever, like he'll shoot it any better if he just like walked up to the line and just shot it regular or whatever, right? Um, there's no sciences, there's no sports science to support that, but mentally, it helps them, so that's why they do it. And so the same thing, like, with these brujos and, brujos and brujas, like, they would say, like, you know, some of them would admit that, like, hey, like, this garlic that I'm putting into a jar and then, like, putting behind, like, someone's pillow isn't, like, scientifically going to do anything, you know, like, you know, for my dreams to make me help me dream better. But the act of it, it you know, it's it's helping me get to that place that, you know, I can trick my body or my mind into thinking that. So just the whole ritual of it, like even, you know, the lady I was talking about earlier, you know, when she found Brujeria, like she said that, you know, the whole fact that, um, you know, she would um, eat like these meals that her ancestors would eat. Because uh, a lot of these practices come, you know, in Mexico. That I do believe in. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> they come from like, you know, old like Incan and Aztec and Mayan, you know, rituals and whatnot. Before, you know, Cortez came over and, you know, forced Catholicism, you know, down the whole Latin America's fucking throats. Um, like they, she would, she felt like she was more in tune with her ancestors, which would give her more clarity, like when handling a situation at hand. And the whole ritual of, like, preparing that meal, like, like you said, like, it was a form of meditation. Now, did consuming, like, this, like, you know, mole chicken a certain way, was that literally going to cure, like, cancer or anything? No, but it put her in a spot 
to be able to tackle that, you know, demon, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. But, um, dude, really quickly, not to get on a total tangent, but I remember, like, before I even knew what paleo was, I kind of, like, had this theory that, like, if I just ate what, like, my grandparents or great-grandparents ate, then I'd be, like, healthier. That was, like, legitimately, like, some of, like, that, like, when I was at, like, my peak conditioning, just because it was, like, really simple things. It was just, like, beans and, like, chicken and, like, really, like, you know, like simple things. The blood like, of a virgin. Yeah, really simple <laughs> things. But um, but yeah, I mean, it all comes down to like, like the, the power, power of the suggestion. power of of suggestion, the power of belief. If you believe in something, like, like I think what something something that would like never work for me could work for someone. Like I, I see like Keith's, your cousin Keith's, um, like belief in in religion, and I think that like that's. 100 percent like beautiful like that he has that like unwavering yeah like to me that that that's beautiful like that he's chosen that path and like um i i just think that like you know everyone does different things like i you know over the years like i've i I talked to you about like oh i think meditation has been wonders for me just because it's it's like it's changed like the way I, i i think about things now like but I don't think that it's for everyone. Like I think that you know, if you find like your version of it, and you find find it in prayer, you find it in going, you know, to church or whatever. Like that's beautiful too. Like just do do what gets you, what does you? Because we're all individuals. We all like mm-hmm. we're all slightly different. Which leads me down another thought. Like I kept having throughout this week, like reading because uh, we said it like before we started recording. You're not gonna find like a whole like. You know, well articulated Wikipedia page is going to yeah. guide you down like what bro Kevin the witch yeah <laughs> in 1776 Kevin the witch uh, discovered this magic Mexican potion by putting black El Yucateco sauce into a cauldron <laughs> and putting a asana sana colita de rana <laughs> <laughs> and then rubbing an egg all over his genitals and cracking it in the middle of a sidewalk no you you won't find a lot of that so like this is why this is more of a loosey goosey uh, episode but um it's a necessary episode just because I feel like it's these concepts is something that we would talk about like in a car, yeah. car ride to work or whatnot. But, um, yeah, one, one thought that I kept having was in the Bible, it says that God, you know, if you go back in the old Testament, God just wants to have a personal relationship with you. Right. Just, you know, like for your spirit, you talked about, you know, meditating that third eye and all that stuff or whatever. Um, as well as in the New Testament, you know, it's again brought up like that whole concept of like, hey, Jesus just wants to have a personal relationship with you. He wants you to to pray to him, which is meditation and whatnot, right? And every time like we would hear those stories like in Sunday school, I'd always think to myself, like, because we were taught that, you know, Jesus is the only way into heaven. Now, my thought was always like, well, hey, like, what about like back in the day, like when, okay, Jesus was doing all this shit over here, like in Israel and Egypt and Jerusalem or whatever, right? But like, what about like, like when the Aztecs were over here and stuff like that, are they all condemned to hell? Like, I mean, they didn't ask to be born like in this region of, you know, society or whatever. Like what, how would they, what, where's their salvation at, right? Like they didn't know about Moses and all this stuff going on in the Middle East and stuff that where all this came from. Or what about the people in the rainforest? Or what about, you know, the people like in Australia? Or what about people in China? Like all these places where, you know, you know whether it be those Abrahamic religions hadn't touched yet. 
Like, what about their salvation? And, like, it was always like, well, God will have, give them an opportunity, you know, uh, to uh, find him. You know, it was always, like, some, like, cheap answer like that. That it, I was just like, no, nah, that doesn't work for me. Like, mm-hmm. then you're basically giving, and not to, you know, shit on Mormonism, like, but you're basically saying, like, you know, after Jesus died, he went to, you know, United States of America and converted a bunch of Indians, yeah. which I, I don't think happened you know i'm sorry anybody that's a mormon i'm sorry you know you like but i just feel like that didn't happen what i think it is is that everybody has their own relationship to god now everybody is an individual right like me and you we're we're really good friends we've been friends for a couple of decades now right Mm -hmm. and we are different in so many ways we choose to live our lives different ways we have different belief systems but we still at the end of the day we come together like butt cheeks and we still have a beautiful relationship it's not because i try to tell you how to live your life and you don't tell me how to live my life what works for you might not work for me what works for me might not work for you we all have our different spiritual healths that we're addressing and i think it's the same thing like when you talk about like the native people of like mexico for instance right they had all these rituals and all these gods and you know, all these practices that like, they came up with or whatever, right? Same thing with people in Africa, the same thing with people in China. And it's all them having their own individual separate relationship with whatever spiritual entity or God that may or may not exist or whatever, right? And like, to me, like, that's like, when you come back to Brujeria and like the more moderner, modernized form of it, when enslaved Africans came over, you know, to, you know, Cuba and Puerto Rico and later on into, you know, you know, Mexico and places like that and, you know, Southern United States. And then indigenous people would also like get together with these people. They would always discuss like spiritualism and be like, yeah, like we kind of do the same thing, but instead of what you call this guy over here, like in your voodoo religion, like we call that, you know, this, this entity, like in our, you know, you know, spiritualistic belief or whatever. Right. But it's, we kind of believe like in the same shit. So that's how you get like what's modern brujeria where, where it's just like you do see a lot of elements of, you know, voodoo. You do see a lot of elements of like sensoria and whatnot just because it's just like we're all from different corners of the earth, but we're all kind of like searching for the same thing. And just because and I think because we're individuals and have different individual needs and d- individual circumstances or whatever. Right. That need kind of shifts a little bit but it's all pretty much the same like spiritual health yeah i mean we're all human we all have those like innate um like factors about us that we all want to do the same thing like you know worldwide we all kind of relatively built the same structure like you can find pyramids worldwide now because well, I don't know if they were communicating. That's a whole different <laughs> ancient alien type of thing. But um, go back one episode. <laughs> but um, but probably not because they were communicating, but because you know, as the human brain thinks, it's it's a very sound structure. If you want something to last for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, you're gonna probably build a pyramid, not a skyscraper, like an idiot. Yeah. But um, but I mean, that's the that's that's where like the ancient people landed. They landed on these like very like you know, you look at like Aztecs and you look at, I was, um, um, I was just, what was that thing I was looking up yesterday? But anyways, like Aztecs and Egyptians and like people from like Mesopotamia, like the sun was very important to all of them, mm-hmm. probably because of the crops, probably because of the things like they had very detailed, uh, calendars that like their lives were very measured around this thing. It's, it's kind of that human element of it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, as like those, um, you call it, what did you call it? Abrahamic religions? Oh, yeah, Abrahamic religions. Yeah, because like Judaism, Christian, Christianity, and um, Islam, they all pretty much start with like the 12 tribes of Abraham or whatever, right? So Abraham yeah. was this dude in the Bible and the Quran and all that. Gotcha. I never heard of that term, but that's a really good term. Yeah, and like he had 12, I, I'm probably like fucking paraphrasing the fuck out of the story. But he had 12 uh, children, and they all kind of started their own thing, and that's how you get, like, those three different religions. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, um, but, you know, like, once those religions took over, like, there was, like, this shift to, like, very European, you know, ideology of, like, let's let's make castles instead. And, like, you know, there was, like, that kind of stuff is is different than, like, what was going on in these other... Mm -hmm places like and i mean there was magic in those like that was like the time of like merlin and all that shit <laughs> yeah. like that that's like well like even like the like going back to like you know when we did the haunted castles episode with uh copper kelly like you know they're you know ireland like they had like you know the druids you know and the celtics like all these like you know people that had they, they were doing a lot of similar stuff that like the aztecs like you know were doing or like medicine men you know from other areas of the world they were doing very similar things it wasn't until like the crusades and whatnot were like hey you guys you guys need to quit all that satanic shit and instead of doing like th- these rituals you got to do these set of rituals where you got to drink the blood of christ and eat the the flesh of christ and we're going to call mm-hmm. that communion but all that other stuff like where you're you're doing the sana sana colita de rana yeah. like that's the uh, devil bro the aztecs were pretty fucking brutal like everything was like well let's just kill someone and drink their blood really quick before, and, so we can make it rain <laughs> yeah <laughs> we haven't had rain in quite some long time so we're gonna fucking sacrifice a virgin and drink his fucking blood yeah um but that's one thing too like i will i will say that is a little bit more abrasive like we we talked about all the good things about you know brujeria and whatnot right but like they do you, you mentioned santa muerte like earlier a lot of people will say like hey we put equal weight into the evils of this world as we do the good whereas like you know you, you go to like a christian church or like a you know a jewish synagogue or whatever right like they're always just going to focus like on the good like you gotta always be good you gotta always be this like you know you gotta repent so you can get away get rid of all the evil so you can grow up and be just like mike pence when you grow up yeah um but like in in brujeria like they very much do embrace like you know the evils of man because at the end of the day like they do like they don't hide that like man man is an evil being right like we do fucked up shit. You know, we kill animals to fucking bring life to ourselves. Like all sort, we start wars, all, all that stuff. They very much like embrace the evil as well. So it's not, it's hard to, you know, put words behind it. It's not that like, you know, they're purposely going out there to, you know, give justification of their evil, but they acknowledge the evils of the world. Yeah, yeah. Like a Santa Muerte, you know, where it's just like, hey, that exists out there. And like, if need be, if, like, I need Santa Muerte, like, on my side for this, like, in this purpose, like, here are these rituals that I need to do to invoke that. And here are also some other rituals so that way Santa Muerte doesn't fuck with me as well. And I think that's, like, where, like, when you get into, like, you know, the, and it's mostly Catholicism, mm-hmm. you know, that um, that um, looks his nose down, like, on all of this stuff just because, you know, <laughs> they're very similar and you don't want competition, right? Um where they say like, Hey, don't even mess with that shit because like it is to give, you know, the Catholic Catholicism it's due. A lot of this is just individuals, you know, finding like these individual rituals and spells 
And some people are not as patient in studying all this before they actually like invoke it. We talked about, you know, Aleister Crowley, like potentially, you know, in his home on Lake Loch Ness, like opening up portals, you know, to to hell and whatnot, not closing them properly. And then you got his house like forever being haunted and whatnot, where it's like Catholicism. Again, they do a lot of rituals, which coming from a non-Catholic background, right? And you see them do all this stuff and it like it rubs you a weird way. Like we mentioned it like on, you know, the the miracle of Fatima, like this like saint worship and stuff like that. Like here's the patron saint of travel and all this stuff and they pray to them. But they also have like all these rituals. And all that stuff though is like conducted by priests and, you know, bishops and, you know, cardinals and all this stuff that spent like years and decades like studying all this before they actually like invoke it or you know, even like the the whole concept of exorcism, like it has to be like vetted by somebody that's been properly trained like an exorcism and they have to identify it as being a true case of, you know, demonic possession before they like, hey, just go get Chad over there. Like I, he's, he's seen The Conjuring a couple times. Like he knows what to do. Yeah. It's like, nah, let's investigate this for a couple of months and then like send some dude that's been studying this for like 50 years to go fucking handle it and shit. <laughs> Where it's just like, that's why they say, like, don't mess with this witchcraft because it's like, you don't know what you're necessarily doing. Because I do give credence to that. Where it's just like, you're messing, when you start to mess with like the spiritual realm, like, you can be opening up doors like that can't necessarily be closed so easily. Yeah, I think you always have to be respectful and mindful of like other people's beliefs. And, and that's one of those things. And I think that's kind of where we like, where it separates a little bit. Just because I do, although I believe that if you put a lot of weight into things, like, there is power in belief. Like, if you believe, like, oh, no, I, I stepped under a ladder. Now I'm going to get bad luck. Like, you will notice every bad thing that's happening to you. Yeah. you will, everything will be, you know, that's the difference between mathematics and numerology. Like, one of them is fact and the other one is your opinion. Um, and I, I think that that's kind of where, where things differ. Like, one of the things for some reason as i was doing research for this that trailer for that new uh like what's that annabelle universe called the count conjuring, conjuring universe came up and then it starts off with that dude and he's like we accept the the acceptance of god every time someone swears on the bible and that's the way that the trailer starts or something. yeah and like but we need to start accepting uh the rela- <laughs> reality of satan yeah and then yeah. i was like well that's because you choose that you could ch- you could swear on a stack of tv guides if you want that's fucking bullshit as long for, as it has Tom every, on it every time i hear that that trailer now i'm just like that's fucking bullshit like you that, that there is no law that says you have to swear on a bible you can swear on whatever you want you can swear on a stack of playboys if i ever go to court i'm gonna stack on, i'm gonna swear on a stack of playboys <laughs> um but um <laughs> the 90s era or what yeah like some like old school like 70s where everybody like all the girls have Bush. bushes yeah uh <laughs> but um there's power in the bush yeah but i mean it is there is like I do think that although I don't think you're going to open up a fucking like wormhole to like, to like Sodomon is coming like whatever, like (laughs) Sodomon's gateway was in Jacob's bedroom or something like that. Like I just, I do think that if you believe that shit, like you will like, uh, like there are strange things like that. I, I, you know, I, I don't have answers for and like I'll never have answers for like, and I do live in that world where I'll give myself like one exit door out where I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But for the most part, I I do feel pretty comfortable saying like, there is there is so much power in in belief that maybe like, 
and I respect, like, I respect that there's, like, things I don't know about about this universe, and I'll never know, but, like. And that's fair. I think, I mean, you, you I mean, every time we do, like, those, like, you know, ghost episodes or fucking, uh, you know, poltergeist episodes or whatever, like, you always mention, like, I want to see something. I, I, I crave to see something. And um, one um, bruja that <laughs> was, um, you know, giving her testimony on um, her beliefs. She said, you know, spirits and ghosts, they're a lot like cats. They don't always come when you call, uh, but they'll come when they want to kind of thing. You know, yeah. and you got to if you're a cat person, like, you know how to you know navigate like that situation. You know, I mean, I was like, oh, that's that's a pretty good explanation on how like the spiritual world works. Because, I mean, again, the, my story about like my house um, that I grew up in and whatever had to be exercised twice. We weren't trying to fucking, you know, see like supernatural shit that was happening. And it wasn't just me that was seeing shit. It was my mom in a whole other room, like experienced some shit. And we experienced it for quite a long time until like, you know, you know, the proper rituals were done to like, I guess, close off that, that doorway to whatever spirit realm that had been opened by the previous tenants who like, when we would talk to, uh, you know, neighbors, they would say like, yeah, they, they would say that was satanic rituals, but like going back on it i was like yeah okay they were like very much like first generation like hispanics that lived there yeah they were addicted to like heroin but like at the same time it's just like who who's to say like they weren't using that to like communicate with the spirit world or whatever i don't know maybe they were doing some you know black brujeria or whatever right uh, because that does exist where you know they're invoking you know negative spirits um and then like you know talking to uh our next door neighbor before he passed away a couple years ago he said yeah like before you moved in, like there was a big thing with the original owner of the house who was renting the house to them and he couldn't get them to move. So he goes, what I think was going on is like they, all these rituals, like when all that, you know, beef started to happen, they started to do like all these rituals and stuff at night, you know, for, for years until like they were able to get them, you know, out of the home. And right after um, you guys moved in, the original owner of the house uh, was found murdered in uh, the Kern River. And I was like, holy shit, like that, that's crazy. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, when I told like that story, like there was a shed in the backyard with, you know, all sorts of like animal corpses and blood like all over like the doorways and whatnot. And then looking into like brujeria, like, you know, the black brujeria or whatever, right? Like that is very much like, you know, putting hexes on people and, asking you know uh saints like santa muerte to do something evil to or have something evil happen to um you know whoever you're having you know problems with and whatnot um one video i saw i believe it was like a vice news uh documentary or no it was a national geographic in mexico um they were they would go to a place um where it was notorious for you know brujos you know, to, uh, do, uh, sacrifices and, um, rituals. Like it was like in the middle of this desert and they found like these jars of, you know, like toenail clippings and like mixed in with like garlic and, uh, uh, no palace. Um, what's the America? I don't Japanese? know why. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I don't know why I like, I was able to get the fucking <laughs> Spanish word for it, but not the fucking English word of it with my white ass. Uh, but like mixed into it and he goes yeah this is very much like a hex to have like the cartel do something to like this individual um you know instead of having them just do it themselves you know they wanted you know evil spirits to intervene or whatnot and 
I remember like in the house, like we would find, or in the backyard, we would find like little jars of like, you know, weird fluids with like bullshit in it. Like I couldn't tell you what was in it, but it was just like, holy shit. Like that's, that's weird. You know, like that we'd find that now, like fast forward, like 30 years later, I was like, oh shit, was this what was going on? Is this why we had so many problems? So that's why I do believe like there is like a spiritual element to it because we had no idea about like most of that backstory until like two years ago. Right. And then we had no idea that when we moved into there, like that's what we were going to come into. It was very much. And again, my mom, like at that very same time, like she had just like became a born again Christian. She she started attending the great church of Jesus and, you know, all this stuff, bringing a whole different energy into it. So that's why I believe just because like at that moment, it's not necessarily I was six years old and, you know, believing anything or at this level where I'm at now. Yeah. You know, you, you posed a really good question earlier when you said that, um, like that Jesus thing, like Jesus was saving all these people in the Middle East. And it was like, what, what's going on with these other people on this yeah. side? And I guess, um, as you were saying that, you know, like, these priests show up to like clean your home of, of like all this witchcraft that's happened here. Um, and a lot of that witchcraft sounds like it is originating, not just from like a Catholic background, but probably closer to like what, like ancient, like, I don't want to say ancient religions, but like, um, like cultures, cultures and tribes that were, you know, in Mexico. Like, I think I told you like my, my grandma, she still lives in Mexico. She lives in Mexico City. Like, she speaks Spanish, but she speaks. She also speaks this other language called uh, Macri, which is like just for that like region. Like it's like yeah. that region. Like people that grew up on those like little boat because Mexico City is basically just built on top of a fucking lake, which is like the worst place you could build. <laughs> yeah, it's like like the <laughs> second most populous place in the uh, world. Just yeah. build it on top of a giant lake, um, and so like. It is one of those things like that religion is like, you know, not very Catholic at all, but at the same time, like she is very Catholic. Like it's, it's, it's weird. Like the way that they just blended those things. It's like, oh yeah, but both are, both are true. So like, yeah, and that's a lot of brujeria. It's like, it's not, they're not exclusively mutual. Like there's a lot of overlap where it's just like, yeah, I'm very much on Sundays. Like I do mass and stuff, but then like on Wednesdays, like I'm a curandera, like I'm a healer. I use yeah. like these indigenous practices and like yeah i just own the word you know brujo or bruja because that's like the word that has you know been bestowed upon me but like it's sometimes it works hand in hand yeah i I guess what i was getting at is like um and you know i guess some of it is like just the power of belief but um like for a catholic priest to come in there and do an exorcism you know to get like Sodomon, Sodomon, get out of here, <laughs> kind of thing from like this ancient religion from like that probably originated in like a completely different part of the world where the Catholic religion came from a completely different part of the world. But yeah, like this will take care of it. Don't worry. Like we'll we'll clean it up here, kind of thing. I do find that a little like like I don't want to say like suspicious, like a little bit sus, but it's just kind of like. Come on, you tell me like this this one this religion will take care of like it'll overlap like the like bad things from another like if, even if it's not like Satanism but it's like you know like some other like ancient thing that like this will take care of like Jesus because Jesus is like he's he's the end all be all kind of thing mm-hmm. and then I mean that is the power of belief because I say the end all be all but I mean 
you know, if you talk to a Christian, like they do believe like this is like the alpha and the omega kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's what you have to put your faith in and then believe believe in something like that. I find that a little bit hard to believe because I'm just like, damn, you're like you're talking about like like, you know, something that could be just as like weird as like Scientology that's I don't want to say clearly made up, but clearly made up <laughs> and like we're putting it like oh jesus is gonna go battle these uh, these I, scientologists <laughs> i guess i guess um how i would put it then is um you know how i always talk about perspective and i use, always use the pin analogy yeah, right yeah. i guess you could say like okay there's there's positive energies in this world and i'm the older i get the more i start to believe like in a more universal concept of like positive and negative energies or whatever right like yeah, it doesn't necessarily that. have to be like an italian white man jesus or whatever right or like a fucking you know whatever you want your jesus to look like right i mean in all reality you probably look like like the lead singer of system of a down but um to me it's just like okay you have this like positive energy right and that positive energy can manifest in you know judaism islam uh, there's positive energy and people that don't even have like a God to put a face on. I mentioned our, our good buddy, uh, Greg, his parents are like the most Christian people I've ever met in my life. Yet they are atheists. And then, you know, you can have, you know, bru- white brujos. And I'm not talking about Caucasian. I'm talking about like the, you know, white versus dark, light versus dark, you know, brujeria. Uh, there's a lot of positive energy there. Um, just, just pick whatever, you know, positive energy you want. Maybe it's all the same energy, right? It's just the the side of the pen that you're on, the perspective of the pen that you're on. And when it comes time to like scribble out like that, you know, something on a piece of paper, that piece of paper, you know, could be like a negative energy, right? Or you're using like the eraser of the pencil or whatever to erase whatever negative energy that's on that paper. Maybe it's not just, you know, like, oh, this is this is this regionalized religion or whatever and then like it's going to, you know, wipe out you know, this regionalized evil uh, part of the, the paper or whatever, maybe it's just like, oh, like, it's just negative versus positive. And if, you know, you do you do it correctly, you use that correct part of the pen, yeah, yeah. you know, whether, you know, it but comes even, from a... Even a, like a negative or a positive, using that same pen analogy, and just two things came to mind as you were saying that. Like, you know, what's a negative thing to me could be a totally positive thing to you. Like... Some people cheered when Trump won the election. Some people were like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. This guy's the Antichrist or whatever. And the same thing with this Obama. Is, it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that thought like, oh, my God, like, you know, like this is the greatest thing ever. And then a lot of conservatives, like same thing, put like, oh, my God, these, these are the end times. Obama is the Antichrist and shit and, like that. And I guess all I'm saying is, you know, if we've covered one thing here, I think we can agree that a lot of this, like, is very, like, misinterpreted. Like, yes, some of it is very dark and looks dark because they use dark symbolism and things like that. And they use tarot cards and things like that. Things that are not very traditional, you know, Catholic things or, or whatever, like Christian things in general, like some Southern Baptist type of thing. Like, they don't look like that. They, they're dark. They're dark images. They use skeletons. They use things that are just not 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 in the regular which appear to be bad, but for the most part, you know, like it's not until you actually like sit down and be like, Oh, you're just trying to get a raise, Kevin. Like, or whatever, <laughs> like, or like you're just you're, whatever it is. Like, I mean, well, okay. It's like, okay. The whole practice of like the day of the dead or whatever. Right. Like yeah. remember when we covered voodoo, like there was a, there was a really whole, like, uh, uh, I guess you could say holiday, you know, in the voodoo, you know, religion that had like a similar thing, which er- originated in Africa you know, concurrently with, you know, people 
in, you know, Mexica, you know, in, you know, Mexico, original Mexico, like when it was all indigenous people, they had like their own version of Day of the Dead. And then like it just kind of like assimilates into, uh, you know, Christian holidays where it comes right after um, All Saints. It occurs on All Saints Day, which is like the day after Halloween and whatnot. Right. And it all just kind of gets like mixed together. But all of that, too, like the imagery around like Day of the Dead, like you yeah. mentioned, like skeletons and like all this stuff. And if you were to look at it from like the outside perspective, like, oh, shit, that looks spooky as shit, man. Like, is this some like Halloween, like satanic, like, you know, black magic bullshit? And it's like, no, like, you know, watch the movie Coco and, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the simplest <laughs> sense, you know, I'm not saying it's going to explain everything, but it's like more from a, a not a nefarious um and not a nefarious act, but a very like sentimental act. The reason why they're using skeletons or whatever, because it's giving tribute to their ancestors and whatnot. And this is this is what their ancestors look like now. You know, like even in parts of uh, Asia where like they dig up like they're they're dead and they like give them new clothes and you know put chewing tobacco in their you know skeleton ass mouths and shit. It's not because they're trying to be spooky or scary or you know walk around like hot topic with like a metal lunchbox and like platform shoes and go to Club Sinister and shit. Like it's it's not to be that, but it's just like oh, like it comes from a very good-hearted place. Yeah, I mean, and like, but it can be conceived as evil I over could, here. I could see how like somebody would see it as evil. I mean, I've been to like Day of the Dead celebrations where like goth kids show up, and it's like you come don't on, say man. anything, but you're just kind of like, come on, this is not this is not what you think it is. Like, yeah. whatever you think. Like, my mom has an old friend that every year for like her grandparents and, and or her grandparents her parents and my dad and like it's it's in the living room it's not like it doesn't feel weird it's just there and it's beautiful yeah and that's that's how that's all it is but at the same time i could see like going back to that perspective of like what's good and bad and like why is this person given the right to like curse away the bad kind of thing like you know when it's just like well this person believes in that shit as much as you do in like a positive light possibly we don't know because we didn't speak to this person whatever it may be you know like I, I will say that there's like things that are like yes I, I think murder is probably you know most people would say like murder yeah. is universally bad and that's why I like that Santa Muerte thing is like oh that's a weird like that's you're like really diving into like oh there's like people like getting murdered and like terrible things that are that are like happening over here um, but I could see if somebody was like dude I'm like really anti like the Christian or like the, the Catholic religion and like they have like this long list of like pedophiles and all this shit they need to shut it down like they're ultra wealthy like why does why Jesus didn't Jesus didn't like believe in the rich man like Jesus was down here with the poor man like yeah. scrubbing the feet of, of the poor and you're living in a fucking castle basically yeah. like, wearing gold gold slippers <laughs> or have a whole fucking <laughs> arena <laughs> yeah and it's like oh yeah like those mega churches and all yeah. this stuff like even Bakersfield has like the Bally Bible Bally Bible it's like a goddamn like imagine if that shit was a homeless shelter like damn and they were very much <laughs> against building a homeless shelter right across the street from them yeah and it's just like come on man like this is how is this this is the good this is the good from your perspective yeah. like I, I do struggle with those things that are just like I get it. Like, I think your heart is in the right place for most people. And even then I'll say this about like, you know, that's one of those things that like really pushed me away from like Mormonism that I was like, I get it. Like there's so many like fundamentally beautiful things that I think are here. And I really like to this day, like I was just telling my girlfriend yesterday, like I got some acai and I was like, I'm not going to eat it till you get here. Cause I like, I really want to like eat this with you. Cause that means a lot to me. Those are things that I still take. Yeah. That to me that that's, those are things that I still take from like my Mormon days that it's like, this is, family time like sitting down and talking to you that's family time 
but then there's all that bullshit that I'm just like, ah, oh, dude, I'm not with this like kind of borderline <laughs> racist thing, like yeah. super homophobic kind of thing, where I'm just like, yeah. I'm not cool with this stuff. But like, and that's why it's like, like your spirituality is so individual. Like it's such a like personal thing. I agree. I don't think you need a building. You don't have to go to a building and like worship this. <laughs> Hang out with just these type of yeah. people. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree with you. <laughs> and you mentioned earlier about your mom having, um, you know, altars in her, in her house or whatever for, you know, like the day of the dead celebration. Yeah. And well, that's because, and I told you before, like my mom is kind of like this spiritual, like mutt where she grew up Catholic. She was trying to be like a, a nun when she was younger. And then like, didn't do that and like became mormon and all this stuff and but like, your grandma my grand yeah my grandma was n- a part of the anti-women we still in our on our living room we have a picture of my grandma saying like um like my, my grandma holding the thing that says like um proud women of the anti-religion group of mexico and it's like her and like 26 other women and she's like front row because she was like the president of that uh-huh. and it's like damn like that's where my mom came my mom rebelled against that and went super catholic or whatever and that's the story of mexico in brujeria where it's just like it's like that um you know people are either super catholic or you know super like you know a what you know against like the catholic church and like they're like on a journey to like (laughs) find the more you know indigenous like rituals and stuff like that and then a lot of people just marry the two and you know some people they call each other they call them you know witches basically When in all reality, like a lot of people that, you know, that I was reading their stories or whatever, like they, they're like, I don't really consider myself like a witch. Like, you know, like you mentioned, like at the beginning, like, oh, yeah, I'm over here with a cauldron and like a fucking big old wart on my nose or whatever. Right. And have flying monkeys and shit. Like, I just call myself that. And he, he had the perfect analogy where it was just like my it's like when African-Americans call each other the, the N-word, like they've taken like a negative and turned it into a positive. Oh, yeah, it's you like, got to own that shit, man. Yeah, it's like a term of endearment. But you were mentioning like with your mom, but like the altars, like that's a big thing in Brujeria as well. It's like there's different altars for different, you know, reasons. Uh, rapper Azalea Banks, she had an altar in her um, her apartment closet, like where she would sacrifice chickens. It was disgusting as shit because I, I guess she didn't believe in fucking uh, pine saw. Uh, but I guess she would just like, you know, she had this altar and she would sacrifice chickens and do whatever, you know, you know brujeria um, ritual that she was doing. Uh, but it was all because she was, you know, I guess you could say praying for her father who, you know, was passing away from cancer. Um, I mentioned on, you know, the Patreon, you know, the passing of like one of my dogs, you know, that was like such a brutal experience, but I like, I was doing everything I could, like whether it was like going outside and, you know, praying for her, like, you know, you know, invoking, you know, whatever, you know, Christian belief, like I grew up with, like laying hands on the sick or whatever, like it all came from like a good place, you know, an outsider would look at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Like putting hands like on a dog or, you know, uh, preparing a, a certain meal for this dog because this is what Jesus would want or whatever. Right. But she was doing that for her father using brujeria traditions or whatever to help him with his cancer And, you know, and then once, you know, he finally passed away and whatnot, you know, she, you know, scrubbed it all out and whatnot. But I thought that was super interesting as well. And I went down that whole rabbit hole of like, you know, altars or whatever. And what we were talking about earlier, where it's just like focusing like all your energy, like on solving this one emotional equation. Like you look at an altar, it's not to like bring Satan down to like smite, you know, your boss for giving you, you know, a bad review or whatever. But it's like a way of like meditation, like focusing all your energy and using like accessories to help, 
you know, overcome this obstacle that's, you know, emotionally bringing you down kind of thing. Or lifting you up, like you said, like, yeah. you know, like the Day of the Dead altars and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the altars are kind of an interesting interesting concept. Yeah, like, you know, just if you even like, I'm sure we've seen those things, like those roadside things where like someone dies and mm-hmm. they put a bunch of candles and all this stuff. And, There's like, one just right up the street. The, that girl that was uh, walking across the street and got killed in front of Cindy's, like every night, like her mom and her sisters or whatever, like, you know, you know, whatever they put up usually gets taken down. But every night they put, you know, balloons, they put candles, they put flowers, they put candies, they put sodas right there, you know, just as an offering to, you know, the passing of her child. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I mean, it, it is, you know, remembering life more than like, you know, focusing on the death part of it. Correct. Um, And uh, I think, I think that that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, But I could see how people would see it as, as morbid or whatever, like, there is, I mean, it, it's all like, it's all subjective. It's all perspective. It's all like whatever it is. And like, I could, you know, this is a very like Latin American state, you know, California. Um, and I could see how like this probably wouldn't fly in like Mississippi or something like that. Like, <laughs> Nebraska. Yeah. Like, something like that wouldn't. You be, get your Satan out of here. You gotta go fucking see the Reverend something, something at his mega church or whatever. And like. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a 10% tithe <laughs> yeah, so he can I, make his B&W. Uh, it, to, but, but, but it'd be even that. Like that, it, from my perspective, does feel evil. Like that is like, dude, that's like a fucking mega church. That's like, like, and like. You know, I brought up my, my, my grandma being part of that group. Like, the reason why she went super, like, against the uh, Catholic religion was because she had taken her kids to, like, go get, um, what's it called when they just, like, put holy water on, like, a first communion or Baptized. something? Baptized. Um, she took her kids to go do that, and, like, all the all the women of the town, I guess, showed up at the same time to, like, have their kids because they had an appointment to get all the kids baptized, like, in a row or something. Uh-huh. And, like, when, when the women of the town showed up, the the priests were all in there with like prostitutes and stuff like that and yeah. then my my mom was like oh my mom my grandma was like no not anymore like we're gonna organize this group and like like fuck these guys basically like we're gonna do our own thing we're not and it was kind of ahead of its time because you look at like now it's like yes we have separation of church and state and like <laughs> in the United States but at the same time like churches get like you don't have to pay taxes you don't have to do shit like you can basically make all the money you want and like buy your own private jet and all this like by the way those mega churches that's on the list right we got to cover that sometimes. yeah yeah we definitely do but um but yeah i mean it's 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 it else it is all perspective i i do think that like witchcraft gets a really bad rap in, in america just because it's the way it's portrayed in like most movies you watch probably the most popular movie is The Craft, and it's, like, portrayed yeah. by, like, these teenage girls, like, flying and, like, throwing lightning bolts at each other, and it's like, come on. That's the Hollywood um, aspect of it. And I think, you know, how I started the episode, like, wanting to know, like, we're a lot of, like, again, like, all these, like, Mexican rituals. Like, when my baby was born, he put, like, a red, you know, string around his arm for, like, protection against anybody that would, you know, do anything bad. You know where uh, that I, originates from is... um people believe that if like a baby's born they're in eclipse mm. he's gonna be born with a birth effect if uh if you don't put something like red around him or something uh-huh. or like red around the mother or something like that yeah and it's kind of weird and that is like you know from a very indigenous um you know belief or whatever right and then like the whole egg thing like rubbing it around his grandma did that to him and like you know and if there's blood in the yolk that means that somebody is conspiring against mm. him and i was like well if, even if they are like <laughs> 
fuck them. You know, my mom used to do that to us as a kid. Like yeah. they would rub it and be like, "Oh, look at that," and then like she would like study the the little things. Like, "Oh, look at these. They're like triangles here." Which like, is, I mean, I mean, they they label that as witchcraft, but it's just, it's just <laughs> when you go down that road, it's just like indigenous beliefs that got wiped out, and by the Catholic Church, they said like, oh, that's witchcraft or whatever, right? But then like people are starting to own that again, just because it's just like, hey, that's culture, you know what I'm saying? You can't, we, we shouldn't erase culture. I mean, yeah, it might be silly or whatever, but like you said, the power of belief or whatever. If it gives grandma peace of mind that nobody's fucking like conspiring to kill like a fucking you know two week old infant, and so be it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll end this episode because I know like a couple of family members will probably listen to this and be disappointed in the fact that I'm not like condemning witchcraft, I guess you could say, in, in, in your, a sense. Is your family like anti Harry Potter? Because like and yeah. th- I say that not as a joke because my girlfriend, whose family is very religious, uh, one time I was like her co- cousin, her um, her niece was birthday was coming up. And I was like, oh, are they into Harry Potter? I guess they're really into reading. So I was like, let's get them some Harry Potter books. And they're like, oh, no. she was like, she was like, oh, I don't think we should because I don't know if Harry Potter books are allowed because of the witchcraft. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, at my mom's daycare, um, Keith's mom uh, works there as well as Keith's sister. And the kids are not allowed to, like, watch Harry Potter or um, – I mean, the kids will bring, I mean, obviously it's the fucking multi-billion dollar fucking franchise or whatever, right? And then even my baby, uh, my girlfriend's a uh, big Harry Potter fan. He'll go like in suits, like uh, little outfits or whatever. I, think, I believe you bought him one actually, oh, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I'll notice that like when he comes home, he'll be changed he's out just, of those. He's just wrapped up in a, a boy. <laughs> he's naked. What the hell? <laughs> well, he peed on himself. Why is it? It's a joy. But yeah, like they don't allow that. But I mean... I guess where I was going down where it's just like, I do feel like you gotta see things from other perspectives. And yeah, I get that. Like you said, like with, you know, my cousin, like he's very religious. He believes what he believes and that's what works for him. And what I really appreciate about Keith is he never forces his beliefs down anybody's throat. Um, one of his best friends, like I know for a fact, cause I had a few classes with his, one of his best friends in college was very much into like the whole Satanism thing. Um, but I believe if that works for you, then fine. If you get whatever you can get out of that and you're not hurting anybody else, if you believe that's your salvation, if you believe that this makes you a better person or you're able to dig yourself out of whatever depression or you mentioned head, you know, from corn, if that gets you off of addiction and you're addicted to something else that is is going to point you in a more positive direction, then, then so be it. Uh, I mentioned, you know, during the episode, like I was reading a lot of stories about people finding brujeria and, you know, now their 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 life seems to be a lot better. They're they're a lot more happier in their lives. I'm cool with that. I would rather associate with those type of people that are doing something good and trying to do something good for themselves and for others, as opposed to somebody that goes to like a mega church just for the fucking uh, spiritual and life insurance of it all. Like just going, oh, as long as I go, like I'll get into heaven. As long as I you know, uh, you know, give 10% tithe to this, this pastor or whatever. Like I'll be, I'll be considered a good person, but they're really shitty people. I'd rather my, my fucking, my baby be around like somebody that practice, practices like white brujeria or I shouldn't say white, (laughs) but like, you know, uh, positive brujeria than like a fake Christian, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, interesting topic just because i think i think you're right i think you're 100 percent right i think that um 
we we have this idea of what's good you know like i think in my lifetime probably in both of our lifetimes we're probably more likely to see a uh like uh, a lesbian black woman as president more than a muslim person in, as a president and then as long as they're christian like the, it'll fly here in america <laughs> yeah. um that's weird that that has to be you can say you're a christian and automatically that like puts you over like trump all he had to do was say that oh yeah I, i'm a christian yeah and, and like, but it's like that's the part to me that's really difficult because it's like talk is cheap like ac- the actions mean so much more than any words any any and, and then like just going to a church it just doesn't mean anything. It really all it matters is like this long, consistent thing of like what you do with your time, and like, um, I mean, I, I think that that's kind of where where um, where we are as a country, <laughs> where we're we're like it's it's bad that we have like these things that are like bad. We'll never we'll probably never have a a, a satanic a president that's like, oh yeah, I'm Luciferian. Uh, oh, I'm I'm Luciferian, but I'm also Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the same guy, but like I I'm Luciferian. If you talk to any conspiracy theorist, like they will say we've already had our Luciferian president, and his name is Barack Hussein Obama, and he's actually a lizard person. It was like Garfield or something, like one of the lame presidents. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Wait, isn't that the actor? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I think it was also a president as well. Uh, yeah, like one of those like lame James president. Polk. How about that? Oh, I don't even know who that is. But yeah. um, sick haircut, by the way. He had a sick haircut. Who's the one that died after like 30 days? He got like pneumonia during his. I know Andrew Jackson. He died pretty oh, young. Is he the one? Yeah. Um, it was a president that was in a wheelchair at one point. Yeah, FDR. FDR but... was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Damn, but like, yeah, I think we're more likely to see like. Some we might. I was gonna say we'll more unlikely see a fucking TV person personality, but we already had a TV personality president. We had that before we ever decided. Like you know what, like Muslim people are okay or like whatever. Like <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's and it's uh, the same shit. It's the same. <laughs> like I said with the Abrahamic religions, people in Islam, they they're worshiping the exact same God the Father that Christians worship. But it's just that their prophets are different. Where Jesus is just a prophet, and he wasn't the savior. Muhammad is the prophet. He's or Muhammad is the savior, not the you know a, a figure like a prophet yeah. figure or whatever. It, it's it's weird. It, it just goes down a whole convoluted tube or whatever. It, it, it it's is, just like it is weird. I mean, to me, it's like you know I got you know my my brother in law is Muslim, and like it's like my family is like all over the place now, but like like religion wise, but um. But it is interesting, like, I, I do find, like, that, like, the perspective thing, you're 100% right about the perspective. Uh, I, I do think that it, from wherever you stand, wherever you grew up, and whatever you're willing to accept as, like, as as the truth, like, you you, you just have to be willing to, like, walk around the, the subject to, like, like really inform yourself about a subject before you actually go like that's bad jesus is good jesus died for my sins the end be informed i would say and then listen to your heart because at the end of it like whether you're talking about brujeria whether you're talking about christianity where you're talking about judaism or whatever right as long as it speaks to your heart and it makes you a better person genuinely not because like oh if i do this 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 and that i'll get to heaven or whatever or because my grandpa was a baptist i'm gonna be listen i would say that be informed be as informed as possible and listen to your heart. So with that said, I really don't have anything the, else. I'm really glad we touched this topic because it, it it's one of those like, you know, 
points in the show where it's just like, oh, wow, like this opened up a whole other area into my life kind of thing. Pandora's box of emotions. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was, I'm glad we covered it. Yeah, I'm glad you put it on the list. Good topic, Jacob. Um, I thought it was going to be different, but at the same time, I'm much more pleased with the way the episode came out. As well as I. So with that said, Art, do you have anything else? Shalalalala. Uh, um, <laughs> that was a brujeria. Shout, shout out Elizabeth Jackman. Shout out Elizabeth Warren. Um, shout out um, Alejandra. She posted something on Facebook about how I called her out for not watching TV shows, like more like current TV shows. I was like two sentences in and I got bored of the tech or the, of the post. And I was like, I'm just kidding. No, it was, it, was a, it was a funny post. But you guys should check out her podcast. She should do more episodes more often. And she should have me on there to, to talk about the bad patch or something. There you go. Yes. So. So uh, check out her podcast, uh, Geekly Ex- uh, Distraction, as well as our other homie, uh, Jesus Fuentes and Jordan Olguin. Uh, they got a podcast called Words Are Hard. And we got to get that guy on here. We keep chip-chatting about Spurs stuff on uh, yes. on Instagram. Now. He's a cool kid, man. Um, speaking of podcasts, we are members of the Podbelly Network. So if you like our podcast, I would recommend going over to the Podbelly Network, ch- checking out the directory checking out the whole list of podcasts that's on there uh, but particularly checking out the members list which we are part of um, you know you'll see paranormal punchers uh, you'll see the great powerful sofa king podcast as well as hillbilly horror stories and nerds on topics so um, with that said guys find us on all the social medias at art and jacob do america except for twitter we are at art and jacob do a one uh, go to the T public where you'll find all of our merchandise just search for art and jacob do america you'll see you know, four different at this time, I believe, uh, designs that you can choose from to buy a T-shirt, buy a hat, buy buy some sweatpants or a fucking phone case cover. Uh, go to superapparel.com, support you know Nicole Smith Bosch there, um, as well as what are we forgetting? Oh, the Patreon. Oh yeah, <laughs> make sure you go to the Patreon. If you do one thing for us, go to the Patreon. Um, all we ask is, I mean, you can sign up for the one dollar tier. One dollar a month will get you four episodes a week where we put out fire episodes. Pretty good. This week is no exception. Um, I got super emotional on there as well as we talked about um, Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch him all. So with that said, everybody, Art, anything else? That's it. Tell your mommy boo-boo too. Yes. With that said, good night.